suck at golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, the host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, or if you're new, welcome to the podcast. Today we have guest Robbie Berger on. He is the host of the Brilliantly Dumb Show. He is awesome. We're going to talk all things golf, life, and just chat a little bit. But first, let's hear from Anchor. Today I'm joined by Robbie Berger, host of the Brilliantly Dumb Show. How are you today? Avery, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I really am. Awesome. So I have to ask, where are you from originally? Well, I'm, so I'm originally from New Jersey. I'm in okay. Los Angeles now. The, the accent definitely didn't leave me, so I still got that. But, but from New Jersey, and now I reside in L.A. So, yeah, I was going to say, I definitely hear some East Coast uh, coming from you. I thought it was Long Island at first when I first heard you. But- yeah. It's funny. Every time I open my mouth out here, people kind of do like a little bit of a double take because they know it's, you know, it's not coming from California. So, yeah, the accent uh, is still here to stay. (laughs) So New Jersey bagels or California bagels, do you find a difference? Oh, absolutely. You know, they they say it's the water. And I believe that is absolutely true. I definitely think it is the water. Uh, You know, you could find your spots out here but it's just not the same bagel or pizza for that matter i agree that's two things i always like i grew up working at a pizza place and they were like oh my gosh the pizza in new york so good and so different i'm like no way and then i get here and like a basic cheese slice is a thousand times better than california pizza yeah and you know what the only thing you could really put your finger on i always wonder why um you know they they say it's the water and i i don't know what else it would be (laughs) I have to agree. Um, Before we get into golf and all that, I do want my listeners to, you know, I want you to talk about your show a little bit and how it came about. Yeah, sure. So um, we were, uh, I had, you know, an Instagram account and um, I had a pretty big video that I guess you could say went viral on me uh, heckling Bubba Watson a little bit. And um, it kind of really helped build the Instagram account a little bit. And then, you know, from there, people would always say, you got to start a podcast. You still got to start a podcast. That's when, you know, podcasts were really starting to to ramp up a little bit. So I kind of started it at a good time. Um, And then, you know, the the Instagram followers kind of followed over to the podcast. And uh, I've been doing the Brilliantly Dumb Show for about two years now. Wow. So did you, are you under anyone or is it solely yourself? Yeah, so I'm actually under Action Park Media, which is um, ran by Kevin Connolly from, Mon- I don't know if you know, for, uh, E from Entourage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got a company called Action Park Media, and he's got a studio right here in LA. So, um, you know, we became close friends, and then that opportunity came about, and it's great. You know, right down the street, I could head over to the studio with him, and then, you know, the cast of characters you got rolling in on that studio on any given day it is mm-hmm. just amazing. So a lot of times people come in, and I see, you know, I'd love to have you kind of just start recording you know from there it's a blast yeah i'm sure so when did that switch for you take place how long into your podcast journey i was it's a good question i i was um i I was working at the four seasons hotel out here in los angeles and that was when the instagram kind of started to get big um and and i would say a year into doing the podcast and, and working out here in la um i i was approached by two companies barstool sports and then bro bible at the time um, worked with Bro Bible for a year and then um, switched over to Action Park with Kevin. Gotcha. That's so, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's been, it's hard to imagine, even, you know, when, when Barstool and Bro Bible came to me, even for me, it was like, wow, yeah, I can't believe I can make a career 
you know, out of this and that I, you know, might be leaving my job at the Four Seasons and took me a while to really wrap that around my head. So you can imagine how long it took my parents to kind of wrap oh. that in their head. <laughs> yeah, I think it's crazy. And not a lot of people realize you can actually make a ton of money podcasting. You know, it's not just a hobby. It's as you're making it a career, which is incredible. Yeah, it's, you know what, the, the, it, it, the world, the way it is right now, it, it really caters to people who are doing podcasts and, you know, for lack of a better word, influencers and that stuff and the different avenues you could kind of take now. I mean, now's really the time for it to where it's starting to become, you know, more and more normal. Yeah. How has the pandemic influenced your podcast? Did you find you, it was easier to get guests and stuff like that or? Yeah, you know? I, I did. It actually, it's a lot easier because people have a lot more downtime. And, um, you know, Zoom really became big. So, you know, they have a lot of downtime and then you just throw it on the Zoom. The only problem, of course, it's not the same. It's not the same quality. And also there's there's a certain beauty to being with the person there, you know, in a studio, of course, is so much better. But as far as bringing on guests, you're, you have a lot more guests at your disposal because they have a lot more to do, you know, more time. And, um, you know, you could just jump on a Zoom call. So getting guests has definitely been easier. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've nailed some great ones like Gary Player, Kyle Berkshire recently. It's like, I don't think I ever would have gotten that opportunity if life didn't slow down, to be quite honest. I, I got to tell you, Avery, I got a tough act to follow after hearing those two names right there. <laughs> the pressure, pressure's on me right now. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring them on because a lot of my past episodes have been interview based. And I love doing that because I love hearing about other people's lives and, you know, their little place in the golf industry. But I really want to hone in on why people suck at golf and life in general on this one. <laughs> you got you, you got the right guest. I can tell you that much. <laughs> so I let's get into it. What do you think makes people suck at golf? I mean, I, first off, I think the game in itself is just a brutal, vicious game. It, it's great, but it's a double-edged sword because it really is tough. Also, you know, me and you were talking a little bit before the show, too. I also think that everybody's just always in a rush on the golf course. Everybody's in a rush. I think we need to just slow down. I get the pace of play and all of that, but let's just all agree to just slow down a little bit. What's 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes on the golf course? Just take a breather. Mm -hmm. I think men's golf and women's golf is very different in that respect because if you watch the LPGA, everyone's really slow with everything. And then the PGA – super fast which is kind of why i watch more pga to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah you know what of course pace of play is a big deal no question about it it's just i hate there's nothing worse than than being rushed you know where you're constantly looking behind you and you know and you have somebody on your tail to where yeah you you definitely got to speed up and pick your spots but we're always just in a rush to where i think if we kind of slow down um yeah golf golf wise it'll be better I think in life in general, I mean, you this got pandemic, no question. Yeah, we've all slowed down. And I feel like when you don't take that time to, you know, read your putts, walk around the whole, you know, you don't get in that right mindset and your body isn't even ready for what it's about to execute, uh, excuse me, execute. <laughs> oh, no question. I would tell you, I, I think about 95% of the time I'm out there on the greens, I, I don't even have a read on where I'm going to be hitting it. Like, I'm not even really picking a spot. I'm just firing away at it. And then I think after, you know, a two putt or three putt, it would have been nice if I kind of took my time there. 
Yeah, and then we play the devil's advocate where you read it too much and then now you're overthinking it and then you see eight different breaks instead of one. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then you find yourself 25 feet short of the pin. Yeah, we love that. You <laughs> need to think about it so much and then you duff it. <laughs> Been there, like I told you, you got the right guest here today. <laughs> and like, so I remember I spoke to you a little bit the other day and I kind of want to talk about something and this applies to golf and life and of how people have been brought up thinking they're special. And I kind of disagree. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I think it really, to be honest, I, dep- I think it depends on the person. It's funny how you were kind of raised up and brought up in life can kind of in a way relate to the golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, I think the best way to judge somebody how they are as a person is to go out on the golf course, spend four hours with them. And if you don't like them after four hours, they're just not the person or they're not the friend for you. Yeah, that's very true. I think, you know, growing up, we've been given participation awards, you know, from a very young age. And a lot of people go into this sport, and I'm sure a lot of your friends, even people who are really good at the sport, you know, they'll say like, oh, I suck at golf. I can't play at golf. But have you ever practiced for two weeks straight without any interruptions, you know? Totally true. Totally true. No doubt about it. Even like, you know, I I, uh, I, I took the plunge and I got I decided to get lessons for myself. And even the guy who was teaching me said, like, you know, you could, you could take everything in that I'm teaching you here. But you got to go out and you got to practice it. You got to hit the driving range. We all want to just go out and get 18 in when really if you want to get better, it's going to take place at the driving range. Mm-hmm. So where did your golf, you know, story begin? To be honest, I've actually only really been playing a couple years, but my buddy took me out there and, um, you know, I, I kind of started learning it with him. But right out of the gate when I would go out there, as bad as I was, um, I, I just love getting out there. I love being out there four hours, just spending time with your friends, you're drinking, you're, you're just having a good time to where I love the vibes of being out on the golf course, it just, it, it put me at peace. And then, you know, as, as that went along, the game started to improve a little bit and then you get more reps in. And once you get better, I mean, when you're playing good golf, there's nothing better. It, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your, some of your favorite spots to play? Um, I've been playing Pelican Hill, which has been awesome. Um, I mm-hmm. just played Torrey Pines right after they had the PGA tour there. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it was like putting on glass, but but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was definitely a blast. And the next week, I actually am playing Shadow Creek in in Las Vegas, which should be insane. Wow, that's a hell of a lineup right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, the problem if you if you play like you know, I just recently started playing nicer courses, and then if you go back to you know a shittier course, sorry for cursing there. Um, it, it's tough to kind of read the greens and get a feel for because a lot of these courses, again, it's like putting on glass where all you got to do is tap it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you go out to a municipal course or whatever, and, and you got to be able to adjust pretty fast. Yeah. What do you think the strongest part of your golf game is right now? That's going to, you got to, you got a bit. Yes. It's going to take, take me a little bit. Um, I, I would say my irons right now are pretty good. And I, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't get to say that often. I think my irons have definitely been pretty good, and the short stuff's getting there. It, it's really for me that driver. I'm just, I'm just a mess from the tee box. <laughs> I really mentally and you know where the ball ends up as well. Just a total mess. 
any hole in ones in your history or no? No, but I actually caught one um, on video. My girlfriend happened to be recording and I got so damn close to one. And to me, just the adrenaline rush of watching that ball to what you think is going to go in. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what a hole in one feels like after feeling that because it was just incredible. <laughs> so what sports did you grow up playing? Um, grew up playing baseball and basketball and pretty much stuck to that. But now, you know, once I got into the golf game, and I feel like a lot of people say that this to where you wish you got into golf sooner. Yeah. You know, I think I, a lot of too. people, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of feel that way. Well, I'm going to give you a little tip. I haven't seen your golf swing. Like I've seen a couple, but you said you're a little nervous on the tee box. Yeah. And if you, you have a baseball background, I want you to take that to your advantage. And I want you to take some practice swings like horizontally, like a baseball. Okay. You will be, you will be shocked how your hips and hands get in sync okay. without you even thinking about it. Avery, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to hold you to it. Do it. I'm going to literally. And when I say like, take a practice swing, I'm not like, sit, don't half ass it. Like really go after it. Like you're, you know, about to hit a bomb. Like (laughs) take a few horizontal ones and then just put it down and go. I I feel bad for the people on the opposing fairway over there to the right hand (laughs) side, but I I will absolutely mark my words and I'll get a video and fire it right over to you. Whether it's good or bad, I'll definitely hone that in. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was such a huge, like, I remember my dad, when we were like learning the sport together, he was like, why don't we try it? And I'm like, why? Like, I don't even play baseball, softball. What what even why? But then everything syncs up and suddenly you're not thinking about, you know, all this slow backswing, you know, high finish, all this stuff. It just happens kind of naturally and it takes out all that worry and swing thoughts so i'm excited for you to try that i tell you i you hope know. it works out i am i envy you I, I i really do because if i could get in that mindset to where i'm not just thinking about a million things and can go up and just let it rip a little bit that that is the headspace i want to be in no question about it yeah are you driving it far at all or no nah? um not really <laughs> not really <laughs> i usually keep it pretty tight um, but, but I'm, I'm definitely getting there for sure. I, I used to have still do got a big time slice, which just immediately, you know, gives you 50 yards, whatever it is, you know, feet off of it mm-hmm. to where it, it, the, the slice just kills me. If I could get away from that, you know, you'd like to think that it would, it would get up there a little bit. Yeah, that kills you. And you know, that also might be coming from baseball. That's the number one thing I see. As you as you can see, Avery, I, I really don't sugarcoat my game. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I love that. So going back to the podcast and your show, what do you have on the horizon for this year? Anything exciting? Well, yeah, so we actually, we just signed to Action Park over there with Kevin Connolly. So um, we're, we're going to be getting a lot of content like with the Entourage guys. I played golf with Johnny Drama. Um, which is cool. So we'll be getting back out there with him. And then he's got a lot of podcasts um, going through his network to where I'd like to link up with them. Sean Avery um, just started a podcast over there. I think he just signed Ryan Leaf, who's got a really cool story. So I think just continuing to, to, to bring in the guests that we're doing. And then we've been vlogging. We do these golf vlogs once a week, which has just been a blast. And it gives me an excuse to get out there and play some more golf. Have you taken advantage of TikTok at all? Yeah, I, I, Avery, I love TikTok. 
Do you? I really do. I, I know people, you know, are down on it. They say, oh, it's a dancing app or whatever. It's so much more than that. I, I'm a big, big TikTok supporter. Yeah, over the last two weeks, I kind of understood it finally. And what, you know, I learned a lot from TikTok. What? What do you think of it? Well, I posted a video um, of me at Top Golf, you know, with a trendy song behind it, and it was a bomb. I think I flew the net, wow. not going to lie. And then um, it kind of, you know, it got its views on there, but then other accounts on Instagram picked it up, and then I grew like 3,000 followers in like three days. Isn't that amazing? And just from a yeah just from a business and marketing side and growing your brand like you cannot beat tiktok no and i mean it gives you anything you do you have the chance to really kind of go viral on there and then like you know backing off what you said it's like it translates to then you know you have some some people picking up your your videos on instagram and it translates over to instagram now you're getting instagram follows i think i think tiktok is just a wild place i love it yeah, I agree. I need to get back to LA, which I should be going in a couple weeks, just to get some sun so I can make some more content. Because this whole snow thing uh, is a uh, really putting a damper. On yeah, it. <laughs> hence why you're probably at a Top Golf instead of on the golf course. Uh, yeah, you think <laughs> we have a season in a couple weeks? So. Yeah, you see a lot of those Top Golf videos on uh, on TikTok as well. Oh yeah, I mean it's mostly the girls in like short dresses. You know, you you know what I'm of, saying. Of but <laughs> yeah, you got your fair share of people who really hit it. It's 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 a wild place over there. It really is. I as you can see, I, I'm I'm all for the TikTok movement. Are you on YouTube at all? I am. It's the um it's the Brownly Dumb Show on on YouTube, and then that's where we do these golf vlogs, which has just been. I mean, it, it, it's been awesome. So every time we're on the course, you know, we pretty much got the camera rolling at all times. Oh, so it's just raw, like, you know, it's it's like they're playing with you kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we took Kevin Dillon from Entrads, who, who played Johnny Drama, like we took him out on the golf course and vlogged the whole thing. And, um, you know, me and my friends going out and getting after it on the golf course. And they got they know that it's really pretty much for my job. So where, you know, when I got a camera in their face, when they're chunking the ball left and right, they kind of just know now to take it. And, and it's just, it's always rolling and it's just a blast. I'm sure editing that is super fun. Yeah. yeah, That, that, that definitely be brutal. That, that's the toughest part about it. No doubt about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and I'm excited to see what you have in store for your show. Avery, I, I appreciate you having me on. And like I said, I don't have a whole lot going on. So anytime you want me to hop on, I'll be ready for you. Awesome. Well, enjoy the warm weather. Please let's trade. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, not a trade I'm going to take anytime soon. But I'll bring you a bagel. Bring, bring, <laughs> okay. a, ba- bring a bagel and then we'll talk. <laughs> okay, well, have a great day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me, Avery. All right, bye. He is just so much fun, and I can't get enough of that accent. I swear, I thought he was from Long Island, where I am right now, but New Jersey, not too far off. If you enjoyed the podcast, give us five stars. Give us a follow on Instagram at Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Oh, 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 oh,